Chapter 5. Clue number 5. If it looks like a duck and acts like a duck. Speaking generally, the leaps between abuse are more of a mild hop, a casual stroll, a mindful gap. Remember those slippery slopes your parents spent hours warning you about? Domestic violence, sexual assault, sexual coercion, physical abuse, one tends to lead into the other and they don't end up feeling that dissimilar from each other. At some point, it becomes a muted blend of apathy. Look up virtually any chronic reoffender in our criminal justice system, a system which horribly discards women, let alone children for the fucking record, which I absolutely will speak separately on. One offense right after the other, yet they're allowed to just re-enter society because not being a threat to women is apparently different from not being a threat to society. Apparently, we just exclude women or children when we think about society as a whole. In fact, in 2008, the Supreme Court ruled the death penalty for rape of a child was cruel and unusual punishment. Even though the rape in question involved a man's eight-year-old stepdaughter and tore her perineum, which is the skin between the vagina and the butthole, also commonly torn during childbirth, the joys of femininity. Further side note, shout out to Chrissy Teigen for keeping it real on the internet. Do you know what I think is cruel and unusual punishment, though? Having been sexually assaulted multiple times, I can tell you right now, I'm going to be a dramatically changed person because of it. I have to actively work really, really hard at being a better person every single day because the reality of that, coupled with my complex PTSD, has provided me a cynically realistic view of the world. I know it will likely impact me the rest of my life, and I've learned to adjust my mindset to accommodate at continuing that slow but gradual improvement, but it's incredibly difficult in a country that does absolutely nothing to rehabilitate those offenders, so they're less likely to recommit, but also refuses to remove them from the gene pool, while also making it difficult for us to even access proper, affordable, and regular mental health care. It's a system that has facilitated financial success and power for extorting the broken pieces for your own monetary gain, however easily, quickly, and long you can do it without being held accountable. For the record, we could very easily look to European countries like Norway, perhaps, who have some of the lowest crime rates and lowest rates of reoffenders with their prison system globally, so they must be doing at least something of minute importance we could take note of and try to apply. Marital rape wasn't even considered a, like a federal law in the USA until 1993, the year that I was born. A man could rape his wife mercilessly, and that was completely cool. So you mean to tell me I'm not supposed to fucking talk about this, or that I shouldn't draw on personal experience to fuel the hellfire that is my tr career trajectory, or worse, that it'll ruin my chances of finding a suitable man. L-M-A-O. I should just wait in the shadows until I 
might be lucky enough to actually be successful before I share it with anyone. I should be content with watching the uneducated cucks. Actually, I should probably stop using that insultingly. Nothing wrong with that if that's what you're into. We're not going to kink shame here. On C-SPAN, making policies affecting my livelihood and body and not use my social media to draw attention to this. Much like Lady Gaga, I also am fueled largely on spite. My desire to help society is not so much founded in my love of people as it is in my hatred for shitty people. Emphasis on people and not just men. Um, my My hatred is not just one-sided. I hate everybody. In the USA particularly, at some point, our values of what it means to be a decently good human being became vastly overshadowed by obsession with material wealth and consumerism, and it grosses me out just enough to keep me an active member of society. Intent on trying to minimize my own ecological consequence and appreciate the wonders technology allows me to enjoy with ease. Instead of moving to an island as a biologist for the remainder of my days, much much like the remarkable tale of Eloise Wareborn de Wagner Bosquet, the Galapagos Baroness. This story also coincidentally involves multiple male lovers vying their scientist paramour's affection and was brought to me by the best murder squad out there, Karen Kilgariff and Georgia Hartstart. On a related note, I did see a meme today that said, I'm the granddaughter of the witches you couldn't burn, and I felt a warm fuzzy feeling in my chest. So there's that. Because of the stress on outrageous materialism, It also makes sense that the entertainment industry really funneled the Me Too movement into what it is today, since objectification of women is most blatantly obvious when women's bodies are figuratively and literally replaceable, malleable, and directable. There was also no denying to the public just how influential those acts were in directly securing the positions or roles under question because the financial incentives were publicly available information under each person's Wikipedia page for either the film or the IMDb for the actress, whatever was readily accessible. Yet, what has come out of that? One creep remains in jail. The victims have to sign documentation preventing themselves from going public if they want hopes of some financial jackpot. But it's too much money for our work-to-live country, so no matter how heinous the crimes actually were, the appeal eats away at you, and justifiably so. The reality of our government's refusal to acknowledge social justice issues like systematic racism, cycles of poverty, violence towards women, is because those topics will ultimately turn the conversation to criminal justice reform. The individualistic, greedy nature of capitalism will be called into question further and further until it can no longer be ignored that we aren't actually creating a safe, secure zone for our children to grow up in. Instead, we're electing those members to sit in our government. We revere them as well-standing members of the community. We reward them for the triumphant accolades their daughters garner, as if it was their mind doing the work or sprinting through that finish line. So why do I have so much overwhelming, passion-induced anxiety, a need to devote myself to acknowledging and addressing this? 
why can't I just let these intense topics fade into the archives, diving into the new headlines like the average American citizen, particularly when it seems like my life is relatively decent and well-adjusted, I turned out fine, I should stop whining, how is this even relevant to you, quit being dramatic, if you're thinking that right now though, aka probably my family, I hope they never see this, god, let's just take a collective moment to acknowledge the fact that you're mentally bitching about me, but still taking the time to read this or listen, stay in your lane and just hate in silence for all of our sakes. Kanye West has taught me that no press is bad press, or does that only work for men? And even if this blog ends up imploding in a 2008 era Britney Spears head shave meltdown, head shave mental breakdown, read the caption, it's comedy. I hope you read that in the voice of Alexander Cooper from Call Her Daddy. At some point in that mental process, you realize you enjoy learning about others' stories. Historically, in my case, all aspects of true crime, <laughs> but recently focused more intensely on the victims of Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell. Because you find solace in their shared understanding of that torment, you feel a sense of relief that the world is allowing them a platform to not fade away into oblivion, that living through it meant something. You take pride knowing that the normalcy of developing the skill of quickly shutting your emotions down, unreadable, the ease of flipping that mental switch so you could think solely on logic at your own most unpredictable was developed as the result of trauma Um, that you see more logically and analytically before than ever but are almost robotic in that sense. You're overactive and always scanning. And with that aforementioned logic, what may have just been a cut and dry case of the traditional harsh lifestyle of an alcoholic farmer with a knack for domestic violence could just as plausibly have been the grooming stages of a far more expansive network of modern-day trafficking given the statistical outcome of intergenerational trauma and substance abuse disorders. You just lacked the awareness at the time to notice the details. You also continue to trust in your gut because every accusation that ever was called crazy by your ex-boyfriends was usually pretty spot-on. So because just the very idea that you, someone who tends to not necessarily lead with empathy, becomes overwhelmed by this physical need to devote your life to addressing these things, even though you're likely setting yourself up for a lifestyle of cyclic relative loneliness, repaying debt, and investing in your education as a desperate hope of bringing a sense of understanding to your own mind, is such an insane concept that you've been bullied into believing dreams of professional degrees, a gap year to enjoy life at your own pace, renders you selfish beyond repair and quote-unquote wasting your life because the very idea that you could want more of your life than to marry and have children was blasphemous and somehow insulting to them. But sure, Ricky... I'm a real doctor death just because I aspire for a doctoral degree and a lifetime of happiness 
with my chosen family that actually gets me. Fucking sue me for wanting to do more than vote idly by the rest of my life, even if it means I'm poor and cry every so often if I'm helping others. I still struggle with the insinuation of acknowledging abuse at any level, particularly because the distant ringing of like, you know, go go ahead, call CPS, see how much better you like the foster system. I heard my father repeat all too well, lingers at the connotation. But at some point in therapy, you just have to get over the hurdle of what your brain is refusing to allow your mouth to say and blurt it out. So in public health, the most important factor of any initiative is stakeholders. It's the people who care so passionately (sighs) about these issues because it personally affects them enough that they want to make a difference. It draws into question my own passion. Why do I care so much about it? Why shouldn't I just be content with, you know, a nice little modest suburban home and riding the coattails of my privilege to stability, throwing money at a GoFundMe as needed and feeling good about myself. Honestly, like, I don't mind those people at all as long as, you know, they're using their awareness to create conversation within their own households and circles of friendship. But why would I not be happy with that? The answer is simply that my own experiences of like sexual violence and physical and emotional abuse render it necessary for me to reevaluate the sincerity of the like these feelings. I'll be the first to admit it sounds ludicrous, but much like the list of similarities between like Lincoln and Kennedy that floats around the internet every couple of years, there's undeniable overlaps and I can't deny the desperate almost illogical emotional needs working as motivators throughout my career insurmisable in any sense other than I really just wanted to do that